0: Psalm 81 in punk metal style? That might sound a little sacrilegious to some. However, we need to consider this. The original Psalm 81 found in the Bible was set to a secular song known as the tune of the wine presses. Yes, I'm talking about real wine presses that made real wine, not grape juice. Our friend from across the pond in the UK, Peter 118, has just released a punk metal version of Psalm 81. So crank up the volume and check this out. absolutely love this version of psalm 81 can you tell us how the idea for a punk metal version of psalm 81 came about
1: yeah well this is um it's actually um (laughs) it's interesting a guy called jeff is doing um an album of the psalms so all the book all the psalms and he's doing a folk album So I was approached, can I do a version of one of his psalms? So he said, pick any psalm of the Bible and do a punk metal version. So I I looked at all the psalms and it was his lyrics because it's Jeff's citation of the psalms. And I chose Psalm 81. So um, I used Jeff's lyrics, went into the studio and did my punk version of his punk metal version. Why do
0: you think punk metal is such an appropriate style for this particular psalm?
1: Well, the psalm talks about um, verse one, shout aloud to the God of Jacob, and it's ideal for punk. Punk's about shouting. It's about being loud and getting the message out there. So I thought this is, you know, this suits Psalm 81.
0: (laughs) Peter, I am losing my religion. (laughs) This is awesome. You know, when you sent this to me and I started prepping this week, I went to verse one of Psalm 81. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? And it just all opened up everything that you just said rings so true because the word sing aloud. Okay. That's what it says in, in King James. It's not just singing aloud, open with your mouth. Like we would say, uh, the Hebrew for that is actually run which means to give a ringing cry, dude, that is punk. And then yeah. making a joyful noise, you know, we think of that as, oh, yay, God, good job. And yay, we worship you and we love you. It actually means a blast or a shouting cry. And then I found something else that was very interesting is that first verse in Psalm 81 that everybody seems to skip and have a problem with where it says to the chief musician upon the getith." All right. What, what, what is a good teeth? What is that? Well, there's a lot of people who would say it's a musical instrument. And I would beg to differ with that, because in the Septuagint, it's actually translated uh, meaning as sung to the tune of the wine presses. So the original version of this was song to, sung to a tune known as the song of the wine presses. And I just want to read a quote before we continue. Uh, this is from a book that was written in 1909. It's called Music of the Old Testament by Dr. Henrik Cornell. And he wrote, this is old stuff. Okay, this is old stuff he wrote here. When we find ascribed to the Psalms as melodies, the words, to the tune of the wine presses, we cannot doubt that they were originally secular melodies, folk songs, which found admittance into the worship of the people. So, Peter, you have hit the nail on the head with this version yeah. of Psalm <laughs> One. <laughs> so as you were working on this Psalm, you know, no doubt you're in the word of God. What was God showing you personally about your walk with him through this Psalm? Take us through that a little bit.
1: Well, there's a lot to Psalm 81. It's a great Psalm. Um, you know, I think the, the bits that stand out for me is I removed your burden from your shoulders. Um you know because we go through life and we get worries you know we start worrying about things and you know the psalm clearly says i'm removing that burden from you i'm taking that worry from you and you know verse 13 god would satisfy our needs if my people listen to him so if you're listening to god he provides our needs he removes our burden he provides our needs and you know it talks also clearly about not worshiping any other god so Let's, you know, don't worship idols. Let's move away from idols. And God can just, you know, God provides and he provided, you know, um, to take them out of Egypt, out of captivity.
0: You know, I found that to be very eye opening to myself as well, where it says in Psalm 8110, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. And God just spoke to my spirit as I was reading that, hey, I saved you. I delivered you. That's the hard part. The rest of this now is easy. You can depend upon me for all of your needs. Open your mouth, just ask me, and I'll fill it. And that was, a, th- I came across this psalm last year, and really the command to open my mouth just really resonated within me. I was like, oh, that's something I have not been doing. I've been depending upon my own strength to do things and you just brought up just a minute ago that this psalm really speaks a lot about Israel's deliverance from Egypt and though they were delivered from Egypt they still wanted to depend more upon the ways of Egypt why do you think we as believers wanted to depend more upon the
1: world than we do God what's blocking us I think people have um it's their own perception it's and it's a lack of trust in God so man you know man through sinful nature always turns the the back onto god and they just follow their own ways but you know the, the psalm clearly says that you know you'll perish if you do that if you do that um you know and um, we can't satisfy our needs we need god to do that and if we were you know if we look to god he satisfies us
0: that is so true he does satisfy us he gives us the honey and he says also in the milk and he says that our enemies will fall by our side they'll be quickly subdued if we trust in him i think i know for me personally maybe you've experienced this as well where you're kind of stuck in your faith a little bit and nothing seems to be going right and then you realize oh wait a minute i'm depending upon my own strength i really need to focus more on the lord have you ever been in a situation like that
1: yeah all all the time I, th- I think even with this um this project the psalm 81 initially i thought yeah let's um i'll just do a punk metal version and, and use his lyrics but i think god's kind of showed me you know do more than that understand the psalm study it and um and god's you know god's revealing that. You know, through, through not just, you know, singing the, the song and, and writing the music, but through understanding and leaning on his understanding, not not our own.
0: Yeah, I really like in the song how you expand upon it. You kind of preach in the song. You, you break the word uh, in your lyrics to give it more understanding and really it drives it home and makes it more applicable. Yeah, uh, it, it really nourishes the soul. I'm going to ask you kind of a deep question here because we're c- talking some deep stuff. And I want to yeah. bring this out to help some fellow believers as well. And this is something I've noticed in my own life. I'm talking about numero uno me here. Uh, a lot of times I've been tricked. I've been deceived. I've been duped into believing that something is God's way, and but it's really Egypt's way disguised as being something of God and those are things that I've had to get out of my own life. What are some things that you've seen maybe in your life or other people's lives that hey they think it's God's way but it's really not it's really Egypt's way?
1: Yeah, I think with the the pandemic, you know, the and and this push for the for the vaccines and and COVID and there's a lot of fear going around so a lot of people are believing well you know close the churches down don't don't meet you know sociably and they're believing because it's coming through the government and people are saying well let's stay safe let's not go to church and in the UK during lockdown a lot of the churches were shut Um, you know in our city there was only one or two churches open and I think people believed they were following they were they were following that because they believe that's what was true. But really that goes against the word of God because God talks about fellowship, communion. Um, You know, we've, we're given gifts of the spirit, you know, to heal the sick and we have words of knowledge that can't be done in in a virtual world. So I think people, I think the church was deceived to close the doors. Um, I don't know what it was like in America, but in the UK, a lot of churches were shut down.
0: Yeah, we, we had a lot of churches here shut down as well. And it says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, especially as you see the dr- day, the day of the return of the Lord come closer yeah. and closer. And I really believe that that's where we're at. We're getting closer and closer to the return of the Lord. And you're right. You know, I, just based upon saying that, I, I'd like to encourage everybody that's watching or listening to do this. When you hear of something or you're giving uh, given an instruction to do, or you're given a way to follow I would take that way think before you act consider is this of God is does this line up with scripture and if yes then go if no then don't go I think that would probably be let's take some time I really think to consider things let's consider what are the ways of God uh what are the ways of man you know and dude I mean I think you can say this and would agree that a lot of times the ways of Egypt appear to be very good
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And and I think that's what makes them totally, totally deceiving. Um, well,
1: people dis- feel that, they think that they feel safe by actually staying in isolation when actually it's making things worse because during that period of isolation and lockdown, mental health increased in a lot of people. And I don't think it did anyone good to have these lockdowns. And people, I think people were deceived by thinking, you know, it's keeping us safe when actually, you know, we- God gives us, you know, an immune system. God gives us courage. And I think people will succumb to fear. Yes.
0: Uh, that goes back to a lot of things that you read in the book of Joshua about that uh, courage that you're talking about. Um, arise, Don't be not dismayed, take courage, be of good courage. That's the way God wants his people to live. God does not want his people to live in fear. And there are still a lot of people living in fear. And if we live in fear, how are those that are not saved that haven't seen the light at how are they going to see the light if we're coward, you know, all inside, you know, just hiding, they're not going to see the light. We've been given the command to arise and you're right about the mental health aspect of it. I mean, suicide rates have gone up through the roof. I mean, it's expanded exponentially. I actually had a conversation about that a couple of weeks ago with the girls from GFM gold, frankincense and myrrh. And they've really been ministering to people about that and getting the word out about, you know, the need to be social and to have connection and to be with people that's the way god made us
1: yeah yeah. he he
0: made us to be he made us to be social people this new release that you have of psalm 81 the punk metal version where are people going to be able to get this to add it to their playlist and listen to it and work out to it or go run into it and just start their day how's that going to happen
1: at the moment it's just on SoundCloud um, because we're waiting for the song to be part of this psalm album so it's going to be a physical copy. Um, so I imagine I'll be posting about that on social media. But at the moment, it's just on SoundCloud, Peter 118 um, SoundCloud. So if you find that, you, you know, you can listen to the song.
0: I'll put the link to that in the description of this interview that we're doing so people can go directly to it. This It's a very encouraging song. The other thing I like about it is the melody that you uh, compose for it sticks in your mind. So the words yeah. just kind of stick in there with it.
1: Yes, so I worked with um, a producer. He's a metal producer in the UK. A guy called Joe Wheel, and he runs um, a studio in Leicester. So I was firing ideas back and forward. So he he engineered the track, and um, he's not a Christian, but you know I, I worked with him, and we went down and he helped me, you know, to develop the track, and he produced it, and he you know did, did we got through it.
0: Very very well produced. It's very well put together. It's it's a quality track. Uh, It's something that I would recommend and highly recommend for people to listen to and share it with your friends to listen to this, even those that aren't saved, that wouldn't believe Psalm 81. And maybe God will work upon them. I mean, God's word does not return void. Peter, one of the Mm -hmm. things that I really admire about you is your courage. You're somebody who does not cower in fear. You take a very bold stance for the gospel. And I want to get your opinion before we close out today. Where do you see the church going this year as we're moving into 2022? And I'm asking this for two reasons. First of all, I I really respect what you say. I I know that you spend time with the Lord. Second, you're coming from a different perspective. You are across the pond in the UK. Where do you see the church going in 2022?
1: Well, I think linking it to Psalm 81, Psalm 81 talks about not going back. So moving forward. So I think how we've done church previously, um, we've got got to think of alternative methods. So um, I'll use an example of our church. So when during lockdown, um, our church stayed open, but um, we started to have outdoor services. So and we saw more people come into the outdoor services every week. Throughout the summer, there was about thirty people coming, and it was outdoor. It was socially distanced, and what what came from that was the church then started to do a homeless project, um, you know, feeding the homeless and giving them clothes. So then, our church was then given a, a building, a distribution center, um, and then they started a project called the Reaboath Project. And then people came along; it gave them a, a brand new van, and it just grew and grew. So churches have got to think of alternative ways. To share the gospel different to how they did it before um, and I think that's where the church has got to go in the UK because a lot of these big we you know we don't have mega churches in the UK you know the church attendance has average right. 60 to 100 people or less and now I would probably say it's even less because people are worried about COVID and, and catching viruses so I think the churches have got to think of alternative ways to do it. Um, it's good that, you know, churches can get online, but let's try and keep people to have that physical contact. So, you know, doing homeless projects, doing small groups, you know, doing outdoor services, that's got to be, for me, the way forward, you know, for this year. So we can't, can't be in a situation where we're shutting the church doors again.
0: Yeah, what you're explaining to me is a term that we've been using, especially here at Lithos Cry, is it's time for the church to leave the building. Yeah, And the yeah. church is leaving the building. Yeah, it's going definitely. out, <laughs> going out into the harvest fields. I mean, the, the harvest is plentiful. And Peter, I'm going to pray for you in the UK. I mean, there is a plentiful harvest in the UK. But what it sounds like is that there's a lack of laborers and there's a lot of labor being done by a few. And I pray and I'd, I'd ask everybody that's watching and listening to agree with me that we pray for more laborers because... We're in time of revival. I really believe this is revival. It doesn't look like it on the surface, and I think that's because we have a lot of vain imaginations about what revival looks like. But what you're telling me with people going out into the fields and laboring in the UK, that's revival, and I stand in agreement for laborers to be released in the UK for the work that's being done. And I really, really appreciate what, what your churches are doing out there. Peter, do you have anything you want to share with us before we close today?
1: No, just you know, just to encourage it's great, you know, um for your support. Um and you know Peter one one eight will will continue. The gigs have stopped at the moment because, you know, the restrictions, um we've you know we've just you know, we've got Om- Omnicrom has just hit the UK hard, but we're Peter 118 has been kind of having monthly practices. And as soon as things start to go back to, you know, some kind of normality, we can get out there and um, start playing again.
0: And may that occur sooner than later so you can go yeah. out and get this, get this, get the word of God out there to a new song of the Wine Presses. Peter, yeah. thank you so much for joining us and look forward to hearing some new music from you in the near future. Yeah, thanks, Glenn. The church in Charleston, South Carolina is leaving the building on Saturday, May 14th for a day of ministry through music at Get Revelation Rockfest 2022. Headlining Get Revelation Rockfest at the Hanahan Amphitheater is Warriors of Light. Other artists include Jenna Parr, The Last Trumpet, Ziggy, Armor of God, Filthy Rags, Red Calling, Xandria Cross, Nettie, Tricord, and Suffering Gift. More information and tickets can be found on Eventbrite or at lithoscry.com. That's L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y dot com. Come on out and join us to rock on and set captives free with the gospel. Lithoscry.com.